You're listening to Love Starts Here, a podcast for smart, successful women who are ready to finally have the love they want and deserve. Whether your relationship status is single, dating, or it's complicated, this podcast is exactly what you need to take your love and life to the next level. And now, here's your host, certified love and life coach, Melissa Snow. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Love Starts Here podcast. I am your host, Melissa Snow, and I cannot believe this is the 80th episode of the Love Starts Here podcast. I feel like it was not very long that I was like, uh, maybe I'll start a podcast. I don't know. That sounds like an interesting idea. And now here we are almost two years and 80 episodes later, and I am just having so much fun showing up here with you guys every single week and talking to you about all of the things related to love and life and dating and relationships and being a badass single woman. My job as a dating and relationship coach, getting to work with you guys all day, every day is such a gift to me. Like I can't even, I have to, I have to stand up to record this episode because that's how pumped I am. Usually I record these sitting down, but today we have to stand up because I am just so delighted by everything that has been created in the last couple years of this podcast. We have the Love Starts Here Facebook group where everybody gets a chance to interact with each other and I share exclusive content in there and it's super fun. We have the virtual book club for badass single women where we read books together and we discuss them and those conversations are amazing. And then of course, I work with clients just like you one-on-one and in my group programs. And the impact of this podcast and this work has just been so incredible. I could cry just talking about it. (laughs) I keep laughing with my friend, Stephanie. I'm working with her in her six month program. And she is the kind of person that cries about everything. Like she is just all in her emotions. And I keep telling her, Stephanie, I'm spending way too much time with you because I am all in my emotions and I keep crying about things. (laughs) It's not a bad thing, but I could get very emotional just thinking about the impact that this podcast and this work has had on so many lives and not just in the areas of dating and relationships, but I just got a message the other day. I can't remember if I shared this with you guys or not, but I'm going to share it with you again. I got a message the other day from one of my former clients who went through my group program and she was telling me that she just just got a $25,000 a year raise and that she attributes so much of that to the work that we did together. So that's what's so cool is that the work that we do doesn't just impact your relationships. It also impacts the way that you parent. It impacts your relationship with your own family, your own parents and siblings, how you show up for your friends, how you show up for yourself, how you show up at your job. Like it changes everything. Everything. And I just think that is so fun. And I consider it such a gift that you guys show up here to hear what I have to say every single week. I take that very seriously and I really appreciate it. All right. That's all the business that I have for you today. Let's dig into today's episode. Today, the reason that I'm standing up for this episode instead of sitting down is that we are talking about one of my favorite topics and really the thing that is the basis of what I truly coach people on. And that is self-trust. 
Self-trust can mean a lot of different things, but the reason we're talking about it this week is it's a theme that keeps coming up for me with my clients and in conversations that I'm having with potential clients. And it's something that impacts so many areas of your life, but you may not even realize that self-trust is an issue for you. Self-trust or lack of self-trust shows up in overthinking. It shows up in your need to overanalyze every situation. It shows up in your need to question all of your decisions, to second guess yourself, to wonder, should I really have broken up with him? Should I give him another chance? Did he really mean when he said X, Y, and Z? Maybe I said something wrong. Maybe if I had said something different, maybe the situation would have turned out differently. This is probably my fault, right? All of that is directly related to a lack of self-trust. And the beauty of learning to trust yourself is that it makes everything in life so much easier. Not only does it make your romantic relationships easier, but it actually changes every area of your life, including the amount of inner peace that you have. And this is real talk. I'm not kidding about this. And I have seen this in my own life recently, which is the other reason that I wanted to talk about it. I've taken on a lot of new things recently and really stepped into a new identity or maybe an identity that I've always had, but didn't even realize it. And such a huge part of that has been learning to trust myself believing truly in the core of my soul that I have what it takes to succeed at what I'm trying to do. Believing in my own inherent worth. Not that I'm worthy when I accomplish a certain thing, when I have a certain thing, when I do a certain thing, but knowing that I am worthy and that I am enough right in this moment without having to do more or be more or try harder or push more right? So when you get to this place of self-trust, it opens up so many doors for you because you are now free to move forward in whatever capacity you want to move forward in without second guessing yourself, without wondering if you deserve it, without that imposter experience of like, oh my gosh, people are going to find out that I'm not really who I'm pretending to be. People are going to find out that I'm not this confident person. People are going to find out that I am actually really confused, (laughs) that I'm actually a hot mess, that I actually don't know the first thing about dating or relationships, right? So this piece of self-trust is incredibly important. And if self-trust is something that you struggle with, which I'm guessing that it is, because it's actually something that most people struggle with, there's a couple of things that you can do today to start to increase that level of self-trust. So the first thing that I want to suggest to you is noticing when your lack of self-trust shows up in your life. Every time you find yourself overthinking, second-guessing, doubting, worrying that you aren't going to say the right thing, that you aren't going to do the right thing, that you might have messed something up, that you might embarrass yourself. That kind of anxiety is also a sign of self-trust. Because when you trust yourself to have your own back, when you truly believe that you will have your own back no matter what, and that you are a trustworthy person to yourself, 
you don't have as much worry and anxiety about those types of things because you trust yourself to think kindly about yourself, to feel okay about whatever happens and to not let whatever happens mean something bad about you, to not let whatever happens mean that something is wrong with you. So I want you to notice anytime those things come up and just ask yourself, where am I not trusting myself right now? Why is this overthinking, this doubt, this worry coming up? What am I not trusting myself on? Is it that I don't trust myself to do the right thing? Is that I don't trust myself to think nice things about myself if this goes wrong? Is it that I don't trust myself to still have my own back if I quote unquote fail? So this isn't about trying to change your thoughts necessarily at this point. It's just about being curious and increasing your awareness. I see that this thing is happening. I remember Melissa saying that this is a sign that I don't trust myself. So I'm just getting curious about where that self-trust is lacking. And then the second part of this is looking at that thought, whatever it is that is creating that lack of self-trust for you, and remembering that that is not actually true and that that thought is optional. So here's what that looks like. Let's say you are getting ready to go on a date with a new guy you've never been on a date with before, and you're having all of these thoughts and all of these worries that are causing you to want to cancel the date. I don't know if you guys relate to this, but this, I was like the queen of this back in the day when I was dating. I, even if it was a guy that I really liked, probably even more if it was a guy that I really liked and was hopeful about, the more I got in my brain and started overthinking and coming up with all the ways that things could go wrong, all the ways I could embarrass myself, all the ways that it could turn out horribly, the more I convinced myself, you should probably not go on this date. And I canceled and ghosted like a champ. So let's use this example because it's so fresh in my mind from my own life that you've got this date scheduled. You're coming up with all of these reasons why you should cancel it. He's not going to like you. You're probably going to like him and he's going to not show up. Maybe um, you're going to say something really stupid. I used to have all of these like weird thoughts like, What if you all of a sudden have diarrhea? What if you get sick and throw up all over the place, right? Like all of these ways that I can embarrass myself and that this date could just turn out in a horrible disaster. So if this is happening for you, this is an example of self-trust, right? Because now that I have that level of self-trust, I'm like, okay, so what? Like, let's say worst case scenario, I throw up all over the place. So what? It doesn't mean anything about me. I'm not going to feel shame about it. If he has an issue with it, I'm not super concerned about it at this point, right? That's a totally different experience. Or if I get really excited about this date, if I'm really looking forward to it, I get ready, I look super cute, I tell my friends how awesome it's going to be, and then I sit there and wait for an hour and he never shows up. I know that I'm going to be okay. I know that I'm not going to think bad things about myself. I'm not going to make it mean something terrible about me. I'm not going to beat myself up about it. And I'm going to be okay. Yeah, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah, I'm going to have some feelings. Yeah, I'm probably going to be angry. But I know deep down I trust myself to be okay no matter what happens. That's the difference between self-trust and lack of self-trust. 
So what I'm suggesting to you is when you're having those overthinking, those anxiety, that doubt about maybe I shouldn't go on this date, you get curious, you ask yourself, why is this happening? Where is it that I'm not trusting myself? Where is it that I'm lacking the self-trust? And then the second part of that is to remember all of these thoughts, like he might not like me, I might embarrass myself, this is going to be terrible, this could go wrong in so many ways, I shouldn't be going on this date. All of those thoughts are not true. And all of those thoughts are optional. These are the two things I want you always to remember when you notice thoughts that are creating feelings for you. They are not true and they are optional. The more you can show yourself those two things and prove those two things to your brain over and over again, the more you're going to allow yourself to be free of those thoughts that are holding you back, free of those thoughts that are creating the lack of self-trust, the lack of confidence, and the lack of the kind of relationship that you want. So if you struggle with self-trust, these are your two assignments. (laughs) Notice when it's coming up, get curious about it, question the thoughts of where is this lack of self-trust coming from. And then the second part is to remind yourself this thought is not true and this thought is optional. Come into the Love Starts Here Facebook group, join if you're not a member, and let me know how this goes for you. This can be really challenging work, but it's actually incredibly powerful. So I want to be able to help you guys on this journey of self-trust as much as I can. So if you're struggling with it, if you're working on it and it's going awesome, if you're noticing changes in your life as you do this work, drop into the Love Starts Here Facebook group and let me know. I would love to hear all about it. Thanks for listening to the Love Starts Here podcast. For more tips, tools, love and support, be sure to join the Love Starts Here Facebook group. To learn more about how you can work one-on-one with Melissa to take your love and life to the next level, visit www.lovestartsherecoach.com.